Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, everybody. You want a good idea? Talk shit to Tom Brady Super Bowl week. Twist your mustache, pray to God, get weird. Look who's talking. Here we go. Freestyle. Rock the Alright, welcome to the Super Bowl edition of your favorite Canadian NFL podcast, Look Who's Talking. Uh, wherever you're listening in the world, ni hao, previet, hola, bonjour, and hello! And the Sri Lankan, which is actually the Tamil, vanagam, woo! Thank you to Mike Morrison for pointing that out. Apparently, Mike did not get duped. Uh, we're fired up. It's Super Bowl week! Which means you're going to hear a whole lot of bullshit, and we're going to try to make a podcast that is not that. Uh, try to fill your ears and your souls with some good football spirit, get you ready to go for Sunday. we got a big field goal contest that's taking place, polar vortex or not. Ooh. Stretching my hammies out for it, uh, which is uh, something that doesn't sound nice on radio, so I'll apologize for that. Um, but yeah, so much stuff to talk about. It's going to be a great game. Uh, don't get lost in all... Of the kerfuffle, okay? It's still just Rams, Patriots. It's a football game. But there's a lot of other stuff, fun stuff to bet on, and some of it is pretty advantageous, I must say. I can't believe some of these lines. Plus, if you work, you know, at the Mercedes-Benz Dome, uh, you, I don't know. I feel like you would know if the roof's going to be open or not. Stuff, stuff like that mesmerizes me, but it's all what happens in Super Bowl week. Uh, it's where the whole world gets drunk on football gambling for about one day. Uh, and if you're not drunk on it, well, you should be, you should be have some fun. It's like, uh, if you've been going to the bar for, you know, years and everyone's having fun, everyone looks a little dizzy, you know, people aren't really walking funny, girls are hot. And then someone's like, Hey, you know what? You should try the alcohol <laughs> really spices things up, really spices things up. Uh, as always produced by the twisting mustache himself, Mr. Huck media, our stats are done by Leslie. Up on the second floor here at Centennial Studios. And uh, I'm going to calm right down because, man, I'm fired up. It's Super Bowl week. It's also just like feels like Christmas Eve because eventually uh, we're just going to have a really long break of no, no football. And that's where we cry to you, voice lot, of God. A lot of crying. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, a lot of crying. Yeah, just uh, in the fetal position, you know, lying in the shower. Yep. Kind of stuff. Absolutely. It's called February. Yeah. <laughs> You're a tall guy, man. That must be a big-ass tub, bro. Yeah. A lot of tears. Yeah, absolutely. Look who's talkers. I'm joined, as always, on my left by the man that's actually thanked by about half of all NFL touchdowns, uh, the voice of God, Mr. Brent Waits, our fantasy guru. Can you even watch the Super Bowl on Sunday? Or are you somewhat busy, my friend? No, I uh, shake off my res- Sunday responsibilities. Of e- course. Even, even God watches the Super Bowl, folks. That doesn't show up in the ratings. Now, on my right, and unfortunately... Uh, encouraged to snap pre-show by Brent. Brent walks into the studio out of nowhere. He's like, yo, weird Mike actually don't mind the, the pre-game snapping. It's the mid-game snapping. Yeah, the mid-record snap slash don't snap in my ear. Well, anyway. he, he was fired up. We had uh, channels 7,000 well, you've unlocked playing the tunes again. I've been blessed with a larger than average meat of the palm, okay? <laughs> that and spatial reasoning get snaps and spatial reasoning my gift to the world i absolutely love the word kerfuffle yeah i'm all in on the super bowl kerfuffle this week look who's talking word getting of the day. weird you want weird bets this is my christmas okay <laughs> forget december forget the julian calendar when they said the real wise men came yes first week of jan or last week of jan first week of feb the weird bet bonanza all day, every day, people asking, people talking. I'm watching. I'm listening. Oh, fucking love it, folks. Uh, <laughs> the more that Weird Mike gets his picks right, unfortunately for us in the studio, smoking. The higher the snap count gets, you know, it's this real sort of confident, like, "Hey, let me know, I'm here." Deservedly so, so. Unfortunately, but more fortunately, if you've been listening to him, uh, the guy's red hot. He's picked all of his weird picks in the playoffs have been correct. They've all picked unders. So you're you're the guy at the party cheering for you know, hey, three and outs and incompletions. Defensive <laughs> football. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, unders. A lot of strategy goes into those bets, man. Hey. Smoking. Stay tuned for the weird pick coming in about 25 minutes or so. A good pick's a good pick. 
So I again, and for our listeners, for all you look who's talkers out there, we, I want to give you good picks, and hey, weird Mike's delivering them. However, Brent, you've unlocked a fucking monster here with uh, the snapping. But uh, that's that's see, do you see what I'm saying, folks? The, even Andy I'm just shook his head like oh. no fucking way. Thought I had the room, but I lost it. Uh, we'll get to our picks a little bit later. Uh, you're gonna be going to a Super Bowl party if you're not, and you're listening to this show. Well, maybe you're using this for English or something. And welcome, welcome to Canada. It's a great place. Smoke some weed, uh, and you know, best women on earth. Good, you know. Well, w- welcome to heaven. Uh, throw on some skates. You're gonna have a great time. But uh, most likely, you are going to a Super Bowl party or some sort of festival or festivus to, uh, you know, to watch it. And uh, we're just trying to, you know, we're going to try to give you a couple tips on not, how, how to not be an absolute fucktard at said event. Yeah, we, uh, it's, it's very important. I've uh, been a Super Bowl party host quite a few times. Um, yeah. Last year, I sort of strayed from the mold of hardcore football fans. And, you know, sort of open it up to, you know, casual fans, people that don't even care, people that I just like to party with. And worst decision of my life. (laughs) It was awful. Um, So, obviously, I am a Patriots fan. And playing the Eagles, very tight game, very back and forth. And half of the party wasn't watching the TV. They were just watching me and cheering for all bad things to happen to the Patriots. (laughs) While they're in your home. Yes. And and someone just keeps, like, turning the music on and shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I am of... of the sort of watching habits of no, 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 no chit chat, uh, full volume. Like don't even fucking blink. Oh, full volume. And yeah, there's these sidebar conversations. Oh, uh, Brent, uh, they, you know, three and out, whatever. Like when, um, when, what's his name? The Rams receiver now, Brandon cooks, when yeah. he gets like brutally headshot, yes. like grossly CT for sure. Taken out of the game. Oh, like, people in my face. Ha ha, he's that's bad for you. And I'm like, that's, you're not coming. You are never coming to my home again. Did you for a Super Bowl party? Did did you invite like a like a like a Chinese made cartoon that like sort of knows English? Ha ha, bad for you. That's a real person. I like the visual. I've been there as a Super Bowl host. Oh, yeah. Okay, but I only I saw that coming 10, 12 years ago. I cut those cords. You know. Super Bowl XL four whatever forty four, yeah. Weird Mike's been hosting male hardcore male only. Hard. Yes. Get your football on. Yes. You know, last day of the year. Right. I watched all season. This is the season finale. <laughs> yes. Why do I want to watch it with a bunch of people that didn't watch any of the other episodes? Exactly. It's like any show. It's like me crashing your Grey's Anatomy party. Which how, you- how angry would you be if I crashed Girls Night? For your Grey's Anatomy season finale. And you're chatting. It's a serious moment. You know, people are talking. You're not People are dying, it. probably. So inviting Jeffs to Game of Thrones finale. Right. Or, or if you're at the Grey's Anatomy. This is stupid. You can, fi- fly. you can fill in the blank for your own finale. But that's the visual we're setting over You go in the Grey's finale, uh, the Grey's finale, and you just say to your, everyone, like, you're just talking about how Meredith just looks old. <laughs> a lot of miles on that. Yo, that, she yo. aged 40 years in 10 she's she yeah she's taking i don't know what she looks like currently she she accidentally took hg old (laughs) so ladies if you're looking for a few extras to your Grey's anatomy party in a few weeks sure march early april sweeps give the cast a look who's talking a call we'd be happy to ruin your thursday night i can't fucking believe that show's still on (laughs) 20 years later yeah oh that's hilarious yo did we just become best friends don't Bonding over to okay. been snapping to you know you know what the world needs more doctor shows. <laughs> yeah. I, I wonder what happens in there. The hospital. Anyway, <laughs> God, we God bless the people that do host the parties. I'm not anti your party. No, no, no. Just I'm really about my party. Yeah, like I don't poo poo on you know guacamole nachos on a green table or you know what I mean like right. little umbrella foods and you know I'm, that's cool. Yep, I'll eat anything. Yep. Okay, but you know, anyway. I said it. Um, also, speaking of that Cooks play, man, that fucked one of my props tickets last year. And he was well on pace. It was like four and a half receptions or something. And he's back in the Super Bowl with the... His fourth reception or third reception in the first half, he got knocked out, done. And you oh, knew he was done. He was ugly. Yeah. So he's like Marion Hosa. That's it. Be careful with your props, folks. He's back to the Super Bowl with a different team. He is. And he can lose it and be 0 for 2. With and against. Like Marion Hosa. Yeah. Wow. 
Love that. Marion Hosa. Hope that. Three teams. Eh? For those you got it the know, third time, though, right? You got it the third time with, with the Blackhawks, right? Yes. Yes. Being on the... Oh, man, that, that's messed up. <laughs> and Cooks might do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Real chance. Real chance. I think he might. I think he might. Uh, we got props game coming up a bit later, led by the twisting mustache of Huck Media. We also got uh, a truth of the week that I think is going to really delve deep right into you. We're going to give you a couple doses of uh, all right, <laughs> followed by the news with our voice of God. I've just been handed an urgent news story. All right. All right. Thank you, Jeffrey. <laughs> news that matters. Uh, it's Super Bowl week. It's obvious. And yeah, we had uh, quite an eventful opening night. Uh, or media day, whatever you want to call it, but all the good players get podiums and all the bad players just kind of aimlessly wander through the stadium like, <laughs> yeah. anyone want to talk to me? Like, there's a video like Phil Dorsett. Like, he's like, yo, like, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah. All the other Pats players are fully versed in what you do. Uh, being there every year, but... Uh, I saw that uh, one guy mentioned on the uh, Buffalo radio that they don't have their numbers on, like on their suits or anything. Uh, so unless you know the guy's face... You really don't know who he is. And in today's world, being face-to-face with someone that you're supposed to be there to see and you don't know who they are, it's an odd scenario. guy was explaining it on a 550, being like, yeah, it was messed up, man. Was that Sal Carpaccio there at the the WGR? Do do you know what, like, the third DB for for the Pats looks like? Like, of course not, you know? It's tricky. Sal Carpaccio. Yeah, the, uh, the fake journalist. Anywho, um, yeah, a couple uh, sort of notable comments, starting with Rams cornerback Nickel. Robbie Coleman, Yeah, you know, bulletin board material 101. Look who's talking, genius of the week. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, As we've said for many years, don't poke the bear. The bear is Tom Brady. Right. uh, Or poke the goat. Either way, it's a bad time. And, yeah, he he gave a bit of a poke, saying, yeah, yeah, you know, Tom's 41. You can see, you know, he's not what he used to be with age. Right. Even though he won the MVP last year and he's he's now his third Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. He thought that was a smart thing to say. Uh, So that, yeah, you know, was, was in the universe for about 24 hours before he retracted and said, oh, no, I didn't mean it like that. Because Sean McVay was like, what the hell are you doing? You fucking idiot. Don't right. mess this up for me. And like, what? it blows me away in today's world that people just forget that like, it's like, a, you know, 10 minutes. You could just absolutely say something that just blows the hell up. Yeah. Like, Roby's talking to the the Buffalo radio, I think, actually, when he did this. He's a former Bill. Right, former Bill. And he's like, oh, maybe, no, you know, it's just Buffalo radio. Yeah. Maybe no one will hear this. Wait. And I'll just give my honest, stupid-ass opinion yeah. as the third DB on the Rams that's definitely going to get attacked by Tom. Oh, God. This First re- drive. This reminds me of the Fire Festival doc and the guy who's gone viral Right before he says the thing that's absolutely going to go viral, he's like, oh, you know, this won't go anywhere. And then tells a story how he's about to suck dick for three trucks full of water. Evian, baby. (laughs) Yeah. Good stuff. This won't go anywhere. You're on Netflix, man. Did you retire? Because I think you still have a career. (laughs) Do you still have longer to live in your life? Yeah. Whatever you were known for before, you're now the... The Evian dick sucker. There's like, yeah, select your payment method. Like MasterCard, (laughs) Amex, his face. Yeah. Yeah, the memes that just roasted him this week. And like, yeah, and like even just, but there's memes that are actually going the other way too. Like, you know, Wall Street shit. Like, yo, if you are not ready to suck dick for water... You, get, you don't work for me anymore. I'm telling I you, want that's the song fucking I'm on. determined people. Those are those are those are memes. Yeah, come on. Yeah, they yeah. went the other way with it. Yeah, th- yeah. Fucking a, the- man. Yeah, this guy's getting crucified. Your type of guy. This guy's saving lives. <laughs> okay, they ask how. They don't care how it gets done, man. As he long got, as it gets done. He got mouthwash. He got. Uh, he shower. brushed his teeth. I li- and I was, he was fully prepared. I couldn't believe the words that were coming out of his mouth yeah. on Netflix. He could, yeah, he could have said that story and then said, but I didn't. Like, if you see it on... Like, like it never ended up happening. So why right. did you have to reveal exactly. that? Exactly. Idiot. This is like, it's like your significant other being like, hey, honey, honey do you know, what I, you know what I almost did tonight? Anyway. Yeah. Maybe Sorry. him admitting that is what actually sold them into doing a movie. Uh, I think it's juicy. You enough. don't know what to <laughs> do. Um, I digress. Yeah, I got a little off off yeah. topic there. Fire um, fest. 
back to yeah, opening time. night. Uh, the Barstool crew was down there. Mr. Dave Portnoy, the El Prez, obviously a huge Pats fan. Yep. Um, so he and PFT, um, PFT commentator, uh, pardon my take, podcast, uh, got into the building with fake media credentials somehow. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, they go up to these player podiums and start asking questions, which I applaud because, I mean, they may be BS questions, but they're way better than half the people asking the same old crap questions in there. So, yeah. Dave Portno goes up to Ndamukong Sue, and he's like, you know, I got a question for you, Ndamukong. Really more of a statement, um, but it's really well documented. You're one of the dirtiest players in the league, but if you do anything to Tom on Sunday, we're going to, you know, we're coming after you. We'll take you out back and, yeah, just <laughs> threatens him. Jesus. Yeah. Two things. I think Sue handled that well by not responding. He did. And second of all, how did the Barstool crew not have – Media credentials. Because they piss off the NFL. The NFL. And make t-shirts with Roger Goodell's face and a clown nose on them. The NFL rescinded their Super Bowl rights. Yeah. And are trying to charge them with, like, trespassing. A whole bunch of things. All that stuff. Um, And, yeah, PFT cruises up to Gronk, and he has, like, this famous bit where he asks a question from an alleged first grade class. Right. This is from Emily and, you know, Miss Thompson's first grade class. And Gronk's like, oh, great. And then... You know, he gets in and he's like, so why do you like the number 69 so much? And Gronk is just so baffled and just it's like, wait, as a first grader? He's like, ah, you know, I just, you know, it's just funny. It's just, he's so taken back. Um, but yeah, glad that they got those questions in. Shortly thereafter, um, you know, the the NFL, I guess, police comes up to them, grabs their arm. It's like, let me see your pass. And yeah. PFT's like, if you're grabbing my arm, you know my pass is fake. So please right. stop grabbing my arm. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah. Good stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, Robbie really stole the show with uh, the Bolton board material overall. Yeah, again, man, you're an idiot. Uh, there, uh, uh, the guys on um, Straight Out of Vegas were mentioning this uh, on the Pittsburgh Steelers. One of their like second or third cornerbacks before a playoff game. I believe it was like I don't know five six years ago with Tom coming into town, or even even regular season game. Just talking about how Tom's like not one of the, not one of the best anymore, and the Patriots are soft this year. Tom lit him up. They were up by 14. He threw another touchdown over this this guy. Amazing. And went up to him afterwards, just like a little like, hey, not, you know, smart move this week. Yeah. Like, you know, didn't have to throw that last one. There's a little prop sneak peek. You're talking about how Brady's going to pick on Roby Coleman. Yep. I took Rams first pass interference straight up. He was looking for... Ooh. I Roby like Coleman specifically to yes. get called. I was looking everywhere for Roby Coleman to get called on a pass interference in the Super Bowl. One is a makeup yep. uh, to the NFC title game. Sure. Botch call. And he's probably going to have to do it anyway. To the fact now that Tom might be picking on him. Right. So, you know, look for the edge, folks, wherever it is. Speaking of the title game, uh, Roger Goodell finally made a public statement on the NFC title game and the controversial non-call that was. Uh, yeah, his statement was, we understand the frustrations of our fans and also know that our officials are human. Essentially, you know, they're going to make mistakes and they have to make snap, dis- snap second decisions and you know, they're not going to get it right all the time. Right. Um, so, yeah, not, you know, a fairly standard, I think, good statement by Goodell. Um, but, you know, why don't you just defer this to the head of officiating? You know, like, don't be the bad guy. You don't have to be. Let right. someone else, you know, take the blow. Or come out and say it a week ago. Like, what the hell did you just wait for? Monday. The, the league admitted the, the mistake Sunday night. Yeah. Come on on Monday. Apologize. We're going to fix it next year in some manner or another to the point where when the whole world knows that it was wrong, it's just going to be wrong. Sorry. We have, you know, we're adapting. It's, we're football. Have a fun Super Bowl. Don't do it, Roger. Don't get pressured into the penalty replay. I know there's a lot of heat on you. Judgment. Say. Judgment replay, they're calling Whatever. it. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Don't yeah. do it. Either way, the competition committee is definitely going to have a busy offseason taking a look at that. Um, ahead of the Super Bowl, we have NFL honors happening Saturday night. Ooh. And I know, you know, sort of every year we, we do our predictions early in the year. Um, but ahead of Saturday night, boys, what do we think? MVP, obviously everyone knows where I stand. Patrick Mahomes, it's, Drew. it's a lock. Uh, and <laughs> you you're sticking to your guns. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, that's fair. Bit, I'm a little okay. sympathy No, no, vote. it's better. I'd rather you not agree. So, so. the, the Scatterbush bet gets settled Saturday, right? Sure, yeah. absolutely. Well, that's when they the payment it, right? is deposited into my account. Yeah. Hashtag naked cheese. I got Breeze. Okay, we got Breeze. <laughs> I have... Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm taking my homes as well. Okay, good. Yeah, it's not a draft. We... Yeah, perfect. Right. <laughs> We're allowed to take the same players. Yep. 
Uh, had to clarify <laughs> that for Michael. Yes, of course. Uh, offensive player of the year, I'm going Todd Gurley. You? Uh, offensive player of the year? <whistles> that I'll give to Mahomes. Um, wow, come back to me for a second. You, you, Mahomes? Yeah, Mahomes for that. Got to give him one of the two. Yeah, I'll just take Mahomes again. Uh, do they do that? Do they give the MVP? There's no way you get no, both. You don't double I'll, up. Okay, I'll take Zeke. Even though I think Gurley will probably get it. I like Maybe Zeke as a running back rusher, yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Very good option. Defensive player of the year, I'm going Aaron Donald. Uh, the Steelers. What? TJ. TJ. I got to go Donald. I just think he'll get it. Yep. I don't want to pick him, but he'll, he'll get it, I think. Yeah, these, are, these picks are who I think will win, not yeah. who I want to win. Uh, right. off- offensive rookie of the year, it's a tight win between Baker Mayfield and Saquon, but I got to give it to Saquon. Yeah, it's Baker didn't start the whole year. I'll give it to Saquon, too, I think. He's just too big of a chunk of the offense. He's like a new Le'Veon Bell but He's with, with massive calves. By the way, a little tidbit, did you hear Josh Rosen saying, why isn't anybody talking about my season? I, I, I'd have bet, you swear to God. What? Yeah, it was on profootballtalk.com. Check it out. Josh Rosen saying, like, you know, why, everyone's talking about Baker and Saquon. I had a better, you know, a better season. Are yeah. you insane, Josh? Are you in bath salts? You he, were like 11 for like 27 every game for he, 130 He's yards. piping up. No one's talking about him. He's anyway. the new Cutler. He had some bad he stats. He is weird. I believe he's got talent, but yeah, didn't show it this year. Arizona should move up, take Kyler Murray. Just, just saying. Defensive rookie of the year. I'm going Darius Leonard, linebacker for the Colts. I'm going with the Bills linebacker, Edmonds, the 6'7 linebacker the, out of Virginia Tech. Terrell, I believe. There we go. All right. Uh, Derwin James. I, I, like, uh, I think he was my preseason pick. He was my preseason pick, too. Yeah. The guy's a freak. Uh, I think, yeah, he's runner-up if, if Darius gets it. And coach of the year is a t- tight one. Um, Nagy. Really between Nagy and, and Frank Reich, in my opinion. And I just think Nagy's going to get it. They were the slightly higher seed uh, in the going into the playoffs and, yeah, sort of winning the division. I think there's, you know, even though Reich had an incredible season as well. Weird, Mike? Nagy. Nagy. I think it's going to be Nagy, but I'm taking my preseason pick, Pete Carroll, who probably come in third. He's not. People aren't talking about that enough. Come on. This is their mid-rebuild, and he made it to the playoffs. I said they'd sneak into the playoffs. They did. I said Pete Carroll would win coach of the year. He's probably not going to because, again, Nagy, they won the division. Anyway. Last but not least, comeback player of the year, I'm going with Andrew Luck. My boy, Eric Weddle. Uh, yeah, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck was in Europe growing his beard last year, mm-hmm. eating turnips and contemplating life without football. I think he was just tweeting and... and Not throwing full-size footballs. No. Nerf balls. Nothing. All right. All right. Thank you very much. Now, look, there's, there's a couple things that are pretty important uh, going to this game. One being Todd Gurley's health. So normally, like I said last week, last week's episode. Uh, and by the way, for those of you that are sharing, liking, reviewing, subscribing, man, we appreciate all you look who's talkers out there. Uh, Legends. Yeah. Uh, yeah do, James Duhamel, Chris McElhaney, my boy John Albinson out in Sweden, uh, Lee Van Mosdyke, Skip. Greg McDonald, we forgot you last week. Anyway, all you shares, we really appreciate it. On the Super Bowl, if you like this show, give it a share for us. We far and love you. The Sri Lankans, the Benny Montrealers, D. we got you. Yeah, and all of our old friends and everyone always thank you. got anyway, a boy named Benny D. You guys D. fucking rock. We're glad you like the show. Keep it coming. And uh, yeah, but we told you last week, yo, watch. The only thing you need to watch, because I said, like, pick what you think is going to happen right now, because you're about to hear a week of bullshit. You know, and it might change your mind. The one thing, though, to watch is the significance of Todd Gurley's injury. Now, one thing that's really interesting, a prop I really like, <laughs> is Todd Gurley to get over 100 yards rushing and receiving. This guy's a rock star. But how healthy is it? So there's something to keep your eye on. Because if he's healthy, he can have that early in the third quarter. No problem. So it's begun our propaganda? No, no, no. Was just something's jumping off the page to me. Uh, before I get into uh, my little truth of the week here, all right? Watch for Todd Gurley, because that is spicy. or Very picante. <laughs> Mucho picante. Mucho picante. So would you say he's, Muy uh, he's the Rams' number one weapon? I Yeah. 
Yeah, I would say that. So you're saying load up like you did Tyreek Hill? No, but but I don't know if he's healthy. And a running back's different than a receiver because he's still going to get the touches, you know? And Belichick's still going to game plan to take away their number one uh, weapon. Sure, but he could have a not that good of a game and still get 100 yards rushing and receiving. You know what I mean? That's not like... I don't know. 100 yards... Combined, both is a I'd good, great game. Split everything to my name against that. Splitting carries with CJ, you never know. But if he breaks one pass, now he needs like sixty yards running. Anyway, something to keep your eye on. If if Vegas uh, doesn't seem to think he's healthy, because it's it's plus one forty to take the over a hundred yards. So it's a lot of yards in the if, Super Bowl. Yeah, I know the guy's really good though. He's had two weeks to prepare. They have Ooh. shots of fucking stuff. Illegal stuff. Yeah, semi-legal stuff. It's, it that, re- it's that line. You know? Shoot me up, coach! Is it illegal at the, in Atlanta? What? What? What uh, was what illegal? We're talking about like hardcore drugs. Like, just, like, like, like medical, like hospital saying, drugs. I would have said any city. I'm just saying the Super Bowl. You know, you got to get greasy. You got to do what you got to do. All right. Now, two quarterbacks playing in this game. Tom Brady, Jared Goff, one of them. Looks pretty good. Looks like he's going to have a great career. One of them is by far, absolutely unquestioned, the greatest of all time. And there's something besides just flattery that I call the goat effect. And it's real. And it's this week's Julie. Hey. Yo, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. All right, folks. Truth of the week this week is that when you're playing against the greatest of all time, or if you're in the bar with the hottest girl you've ever seen. Or if you're at a job interview with the best job you could ever possibly get. You're going to be slightly different than you normally would. You're not necessarily off your game. You're focused. You're zoned in. You probably are even ready. But you're going to be doing things a little bit different. It's called the goat effect when it comes to Tom Brady. Vaughn Miller wrote a really, really interesting article. I'd l- love you guys to read it this week. If you got something to do, it was, uh, it was in the Players' Tribune online, but it's from two years ago. It's called How to Beat the Patriots. And he really delves into it. Now, one thing that he talks about is that when you're playing against Tom Brady, when you're playing against a guy who's already like the Michael fucking Jordan of his sport, everything has a little bit extra meaning. Man, if you get like... A sack on Tom Brady. It's not just a sack on the quarterback. It's a sack on Tom Brady. So he knows that you're trying that ever so much harder to get around that edge. And if you're a a DB, if you can get a pick on Tom Brady, damn, that's going to be one of the best things ever. So you're going to just try a little harder. You're going to force yourself on that first pump fake a little bit more. You might be a little more aggressive than you normally would or maybe even a little more cautious. And Tom's going to sort of figure out what that goat effect is having on you as a defensive player and sort of expose it just like a, the most beautiful girl you've ever seen can expose some of your vulnerabilities. You might be, you know, suave fucking mente normally when you're just, you know, talking to everyone that you think's just as good looking as you are. Whole bunch of normal people. All of a sudden when you're swinging out of your league, like a third DB staring down Tom Brady on third down, or you, you know, as a five staring down at 12, you know, looking at yourself in the bar mirror, taking a shot and being like, fuck it. <laughs> now, I'm just saying that there's an effect. And if you can, you know, not let it get to you, <laughs> well, you could do well. You treat that 12 like any other person you talk to. Well, you're going to play normal. Probably going to succeed. Go to that job interview. I mean, you own it. You want it. But, you, you know, you're not nervous. You're not so focused and zoned in that you forget who you naturally are. You got to be you out there. You got to the Super Bowl, too. You're at that bar, too. Everyone's equal. All right? But it's hard. As much as you say it, as much as Greg McVay and the Rams is going to say that to all of his team, to all of his defense. You know, you're in the Super Bowl, but you got you to stay calm. You got to play your game. Yeah, fucking right. Yeah, fucking right. You got the guy that's going to go in the Hall of Fame in his own room one year staring you down. You might play a little more cautious than you'd like to. Or you might actually be a little bit more aggressive than you'd like to trying to get that interception off that goat. Either way, Vaughn Miller's article is a nice 
description of what you need to beat the Patriots and the goat effect with which you need to ignore or Tom Brady will eat you for fucking breakfast. Also, the guy's incredibly capable of putting imaginary chips on his shoulder for a guy who has fucking everything. Everything. He has everything. How can you put a chip on your shoulder? If somebody gave me $200 million right now and and his life, it would be hard to be mad at the fucking world. A little bit of chatter from the third DB. A whole bunch of shows besides this one. Not picking them to win the Super Bowl this year. And that chip comes back. Anyway, watch out for the goat effect. In Vaughn Miller's article, he really specifies how you just need a four-man pass rush that can succeed without extra blitzers because Tom is so damn good at reading extra blitzers from fucking experience, just like you would be at your job after 18 years. All right? The Rams, they got Fowler, they got Sue, they got Aaron Donald, but they can't bring extra blitzers. So if those four guys can New York Giants... Tom Brady, by getting the edge rush and pushing up the middle, they stand a chance. But uh, it's been a long time since the Pats fell for that for, for 60 full minutes. And that's the other thing Vaughn Miller gets into. You need to beat the greatest of all time by playing a 60-minute football game. He's like, we've, we've beat them in the first half before. So did the Falcons. We lost, we lost that game. They lost that game. The Broncos were up 24-0 one time against the Patriots in the regular season in 2013. Pats came back and won. Watch out for the GOAT effect. It's a real thing. <laughs> if you go to a job interview, folks, even if it's the best one ever, all right, be yourself. You're there for a reason. That's why they called you. If you're at the bar, the hottest girl you've ever seen, yo, you're supposed to be there too, bro. Shoot or shoot. Shoot your shot. But don't think you're ever out of your league if you're on the same field. In case you didn't know, Renzo's favorite saying, you can't score if you don't shoot. All right. Yeah, <laughs> and hello and welcome <laughs> okay we're gonna make our picks uh give me those honors yo i am giving weird mike the golf honors fucking snapper is six and five and oh six and oh uh i am including the pro bowl five and oh in the playoffs including the pro bowl under was a lock yeah that was dave fezzik's lock of the week too but he announced it after you did how about that eh yeah maybe he's listening i'll God bless him. If and uh, six and zero. Oh. Got the last week of the regular season. All Straight right. fire crotch, bro. Super Bowl last year. Weird Mike made the most exciting Super Bowl pick ever. Again, it's not about excitement, so I'm just joking with you. Okay. okay. But last year, after with a gun to his head, he took the over. Correct. And hit it. So this year, no gun, no necessary. You're just snapping. You're hot. You're wearing an orange. If you by the, you're wearing an orange shirt. If you by the way, if you're uh, in ter- the Greater Toronto area, and see you see a guy happy as fuck walking around with an orange pylon shirt, just snapping to himself, listening to earphones. Uh, that's weird, Mike. And ask you, him who he's got this week. You he found might, him. Might make you some money. I'll tell you, I make you some money. Get out of that cold, bro. We staying hot. Under. Oh God. Super Bowl Fifty Three. The greatest spectacle <laughs> lays the dud. 28, 24, somebody goes under the 56.5 points that our good friends in Las Vegas have established as the total for this game. Couple reasons for the pick, as always. Okay? We talk about the Rams D. Donald going to win. Defensive player, Talib, capable of great shit. Talib, watch out for Talib. Regardless, they're going to make one or two plays that are going to stall a drive. So there's seven or three off the board. The other effect, of course, is Billy B versus the baby. The coaching battle. Kids nervous? Billy B's got him right where he wants him. Forcing him to his second or maybe even third game plan. Right? Sean's probably got a handful, but he's going to have to reach into a lot of those. And, of course, it's been well documented. VOG, you know all about this. The Patriots love to start slow in their Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. Combine that with the Rams' nerves of their first time in the big game, and you get yourself a fast track to the under. 
Heats up late like every Super Bowl does. Under 56 and a half. The weird pick. Smoking hot. We are 15 and 10 on the year. Correction. The Pro Bowl made us 16 and 10. We were 15 and 10 last week. The You were referring to yourself as a we. <laughs> yes. My uh, ins and outs of the English language are questionable at best. Keep going. It's okay. Uh, point is, if the pick hits, I'll finish the year 17 and 10. I apologize. Okay? But don't apologize. I want y'all to take it. On Super Bowl Sunday, everybody wants to root for the shootout. Yep. Not today. No. 20, Stay hot, kids. 28-24, not a shootout. <laughs> Mike's books. Um, <laughs> 37-31's a shootout. Okay. The funniest thing is, is that if... Good pick. Good pick. I mean, AI, who am I to judge? You're yeah, me? Who are you to right, judge? Right. What do I know? I've been doing this for 20 years. <laughs> well, you forget it. But people forget that. I know. Uh, the point is, is uh, if you only make that bet, okay? <laughs> like, let's just say, no, you know, it's still a good pick. But if you only make that pick, I, you're picking the under. This is just like the sure. thing we were joking around about the Pro Bowl. And you go to a Super Bowl party, and, you know, and you're an animated guy. When you you only have the under, you every 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 other person in 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 you know in the room is cheering for usually for one team to have success. Like you know a three and out, someone's like, no. This goes back to the party without judgment, right? But you are. If there's a third and seven in the second quarter that stalls a drive, yep. guess who's jacked? Yep, Mister Under. I know. So okay, you're, I want to high five the boys at Centennial. Yeah, you're cheering if you have the under for every. Bad football play. What, what do you mean bad? Oh, no, no, no. Defensive, defensive. There I'm not saying go. it's a bad thing. I'm go. just saying it's funny. You know? If, like, you cheer for, like, one three and out, then you cheer for the other, and you're like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> and everyone it else is. is like, all right, okay, I'm getting cheese. Okay. Uh, by the way, I've realized what, when you start making your weird pick diatribe, you, I, I, who do you sound like when you do this with this sh- oh. short burst talking? Gotcha. And like the um, the the like almost emoji words, you know, like sad, you know, you sound like Trump, you know, <laughs> you sound a bit like Trump making it like a speech. I thought you were gonna say Frank Costanza, you know. <laughs> oh, anyway, Trump's worse. I would have taken uh, George's dad. It's the current sitting president of the United States. You know, I could have said like a, you know, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, watch watch it, and we'll compare it. Okay, uh, we it's playoff time. It's Super Bowl time. Uh, Obi Trice, you've been good to us for a long time, but I loved the music last week. So for our official pick of the game, um, we're going back to the NFL Films music. Here we go. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, approximately three months ago, I told you that the New England Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl. I have a spread that is under three points. And just like I told you in our pre-Super Bowl, what's going to happen to end the Super Bowl story to this beautiful music last week, the New England Patriots will roll. I know I said last week it was going to be 31-30, but I have to take the extra point and a half and just assume I might be a little bit wrong. I'm taking the Patriots to win the Super Bowl. Buy two and a half. Take the points. I love the money line, but my official pick, the money line being just the Patriots to win the game. That's an option for you. That's what I like the best. But I will take the extra two and a half points. It's below the key number of three. And let's be honest, these two teams aren't too sloppy, but hey, could be close. I predicted last week. Should be close. I like Tom attacking the cornerbacks and secondary of the Rams that aren't aren't named to keep to lead. Marcus Peters was exposed earlier in the year by being way too aggressive. You take over-aggression, and then you take a guy in his first Super Bowl, and you take a guy who's going to be targeted by Tom Brady, who knows him from his Kansas City Chiefs days pretty well. Then you take Roby Coleman on the other side. I don't like the the Rams secondary besides Aqib Tlaib, and I think Tom's going to be able to expose that possibly more than other quarterbacks have uh, this year. Russell Wilson did, okay? And Tom's way better. Uh, I like Bill Belichick's probably going to model Matt Patricia's game plan for the Lions and shut down the zone running game 
of Todd Gurley and C.J. Anderson. They like to zone run, which is, you know, sort of the way that Denver used to run. And if you can shut that down, like the Lions did, you really take away their play-action game. Because they basically kind of... We're not going to totally stop you from running, but we're going to choose... We're gonna, we as a defense are going to dictate the type of running you're going to do. You're going to have to run from a run formation through the middle because we're going to not let you get outside that, that gives them all those stupid play-action plays. Oh, sorry. Good play-action plays that the Rams do. So if you let them run a little bit, but you dictate where they run, you take away their general game plan, and they have to succeed at something they don't really want to do. Bill Belichick's good at that. Two years ago when McVay was in Washington, New England stumped him, and that was McVay with that Washington team for a couple years. I like the experience here from the coach, the quarterback, and I, I think if I think Tom's going to avoid Tlaib, and I think that'll uh, come down to it. It will be close. It'll be very close. But Tom matches Michael Jordan with his sixth Super Bowl ring. By the way, if you were listening closely last week, like I know some of you were, I did miss a field goal in my rundown of the entire game. But there was a there's a field goal in there. They catch up, and they kick. The game-winning field goal. What's the final pick? Money line or two and a half? Two and a half. It's going to be, I like Final it. hue pick of the year. Final hue pick of the year. Take the Patriots on the spread. Two and a half points. Love it. All right, all right. And I love that music. God bless us, everybody. Okay. Um, yeah, we are about to have the best props game ever. And look who's talking. All right, you're going to go to a Super Bowl party or not. And you know what? If, uh, if you, whether you're traveling to Vegas, whether you're just at home, if you have access to bet on sports, then you can find all of these props pretty much everywhere. We went to VegasInsider.com, but they're also, they'll be everywhere. Bet365, Sports Interaction, you name it, it'll be there. Huck Media is going to lead our props game. We got five kind of funny props. A couple of them aren't so funny. A couple of them are. But you can actually bet this shit. So we're going to see how we do on next week's show. And uh, you can play along in your car as well. And we'll break them down for you. Maybe we can make you some money on some of these dumbass props, whether it's Gatorade, whether it's an anthem. Huck Media, baby. All right. First annual Look Who's Talking props bonanza. Um, first big one is... Who will the MVP mention first in their speech? Ooh. We have God, <laughs> teammates, the coach, the owner, the fans, the refs, family, or none of the above. <laughs> the refs. Definitely the refs. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Blew that call. Right. Yeah. Definitely not. Oh, well, not. Okay. The MVP is probably going to the quarterback. Right. With a high likelihood. Yes. Uh, yeah. Brady's not thinking God. Goff isn't either. You don't think I don't think either of them are God guys, right? No, they're not. Do you God know guys. for a fact that fact that Goff is not a God guy? I don't know. I creeped the hell out of his Instagram. No mentions of God anywhere. I feel like Voice of God has an advantage in this particular question. No, I think the kid chokes under the spotlight if he does win it, and only thanks God. Whoa, huh? Bright lights. Are you are you taking God in, in, in as an official answer? God and Goff. God, final answer. The Lord. <laughs> All right. The big, the big thing right is, foot. though, it's who will they mention first. Right. Like, they could oh, mention yeah. God, their teammates, and the coach all in the same sentence, but it's whichever one they say first. What would other even be? If like, you don't think your the dog? teammates, you're kind of a No, prick. it's none of the above. It's not other. I want to... Uh, uh, oh, it's oh, none so. of the... Yeah, there'd be other. Like, I want to thank my grade three teacher. He really didn't think I could do it. Fuck you, bud. Yeah, our neighbor. <laughs> a pesky neighbor that <laughs> drove you, you know, to be harder work or something. Is the owner on there? The owner? The owner is on there. Okay. I'm going with, I'm, I think Tom Brady's going to win. So I'm taking teammates. Yep. I'm also taking teammates. All right. It's a safe pick. Voice of God? Anything, anything but God or the refs? That's not an answer. You can't take the anything teammates. but okay. teammates. Okay. Yeah, the fucking teammates. Okay. 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 Second one. Will a fan run onto the field during the game? Whoa. No. Yes or no? No. Doesn't necessarily have to be naked. Just a no. fan. Have we ever seen it before? No. Yeah, no. I've never seen it. I'm gonna go no on that one. Whoa, people pay too much for their tickets, man. You can't risk you that shit. It? I've seen. I don't know. I, has it happened in the Super Bowl? I've happened. I've seen it a lot. I don't yeah, recall. You're, you're right. Super Bowl is a very corporate. Like, why would you? Like. You know. Uh, by the way, there's like a 
five to seven chance, five to seven percent chance I'll be attending the Super Bowl. Yeah, I got my fingers crossed. So, uh, you know, if I am, uh, you guys will be the first to know. Let me tell you that right now. <laughs> Weird Mike actually has like a legit, like possible ticket with like package coming from one of our buddies. Voice of God heard this when we walked into the studio. Five to seven. And what he's, is that? he's like five to seven percent. He's like, I have a fucking five to seven percent. I have a ten percent. He's like, I, I have a phone that I, works. I, I, yeah. I'm, par- <laughs> I'm co-host a sports podcast. I at least have a ten percent baseline. Five to seven. Oh, I might be going five to seven chance. I have a five percent chance of hitting the lottery. Like, come on. Um, okay, let's reel it back in here. He actually does have a chance, though. Um, Your logistical number situational three. anyway. <laughs> number three, will any player do the Dirty Bird TD celebration? From the '90s, Jamal Anderson and their uh, their run to the Super Bowl. The Dirty Bird was the old Atlanta Falcons touchdown celebration. The year that they. Just made it past the Vikings and lost to the Denver Broncos in the Super Bowl. I believe it was 97 or 6. Only because I know how to do the Dirty Bird and executed it uh, not too long ago. I'm going to say yes because (laughs) there is a starting Patriots running back, Sonny Michel, who played for Georgia and in that title game last year who might bust through the middle and give us a Dirty Bird. What do you think? Is this a Georgia thing, though, or is this a Falcons thing? Right. It's a Falcons thing, but yeah, you know, going to college in Georgia, you clearly have some ties, and so, and you're in, you know, Georgia for the game. Um, yeah, uh, Todd Gurley, also a Georgia guy. Uh, I'm gonna say no, though. No, no, not feeling it. You uh, also I'm- got Gurley, who went to Georgia. These guys idolized that early, uh, late '90s Falcons team. That was right in their wheelhouse. Yes. What is it? Plus two hundred. Yes, it's plus 200. Yeah, see, that's, what's the no? What's the no? Minus 250. I like, that's a cheap no. I'm going to say no as well. First of all, both those guys might not score. Let's just call it that. Well, both starting tailbacks yeah. might not score in the Super Bowl. Okay, the other thing is it might be the type of, of touchdown where, A, they're immediately surrounded by teammates because it's the Super Bowl. It's not like one of those where you just get the third touchdown of the day against the fucking Redskins, and you're like, hey, everybody back up. I'm doing my dance. You don't think these motherfuckers got their touchdown dance celebration planned, even if their alignment tackled them. That dude is finding some space to do whatever he wants, (laughs) and hopefully it's the Dirty Bird. I'm taking the no. I'm taking the no. Also, I like how weird Mike just snuck in there. I actually executed the Dirty Bird a couple weeks ago, and no one asked any question. We're like, I'd love, to, <laughs> I'd love to see them pan up to Arthur Blank in the, in the suite as someone's doing the Dirty Bird in his stadium. He just did it in the studio, folks. It actually wasn't that bad. To be fair, you know, we, we, we all could just sort of snap into it. One time I did the Ray Lewis fucking dance so good at a bar in Sudbury, but it was after like five Ryan Gingers, and I tried to do it sober the next day. No good. Oh, I memorized it. Dewey was there. He's like, what the fuck just happened? I'm like, I don't know, man. I became Ray. <laughs> anyway, I'm going no. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm also going no. Okay, this one I think might be my personal favorite. Um, how many Clydesdales will be shown in Budweiser commercials? Ooh, is it one Budweiser? Is it in one Budweiser commercial or th- throughout the night? I think there's they they have multiple commercials, but only one commercial actually is the Clydesdale theme. Correct. So each Clydesdale, each Budweiser chuck wagon has four horses. Right. So what what's the total? The total is eight and a half. So horses. that's three wagons. <laughs> eight and a half horses. Or are there gonna be? Eight horses in their commercial. There's always like a, a horse befriends a dog or something. For you. To get the extra half. I'm going I'm going over eight and a half horses. Three wagons from the Huckster. It, I'm going over. There could be a couple individual horses running around as well. Doesn't necessarily have to be in a wagon here. Now what if they show eight horses and then three seconds later in the commercial they show three more horses? That's over. But is that? They never showed more than eight at the same time. No, that's, that's over. over. Interesting. I'm that, going under. Wow. Going under. Um, yeah. Who says the Clydesdale have to be in their Super Bowl ad? They don't. Remember, it was up. No, but that it, wasn't, didn't include horses. You remember the frogs they, that ribbited? I know, but that, they, yeah, it's they've just, kept the horses going, man, throughout the years. It's like a thing I know, now. I know it's a thing, but it's not an every year thing. Well, okay, if no Clydesdales show up, I believe the bet is null and void for you people in Vegas and for us on the show. Gentlemen, if there's a Clydesdale prop... <laughs> You could bet your fucking ass there's going to be a Clydesdale commercial. Right. Vegas Whether knows us Canadians shit. see it or not right. through CTV Bullshit. and all those media bullshit rights. 
Okay, what's that last one, Huck? Uh, last. Wait a minute. I'm taking the. Uh, I'm taking the over as well. Yep. Three overs and an under. It's 2019. Do it big. Yeah, I like the over. 50 horses. Okay, the last one is uh, who wins the Puppy Bowl? I'm not really familiar with the Puppy Bowl. Can somebody explain? Oh, Angie's all over it. So the Puppy Bowl is the uh, Super Bowl on Animal Planet. And all week they send out their studs onto the late night to hype it. I think it's uh, Sunday at 4 p.m. It takes place, what, at halftime? Is it halftime? Or before? The, before? It's before the game. Before the they game. They predict the winner. Each side has a yeah. team fluff yeah. versus... Team Rough? Correct. Fluff versus Rough, Puppy Bowl. I'll take I, the Rough. No, I'm about that Fluff, yo. Yo, Fluffs do. The fluff, they've been getting roughed up for years. Anyway. You taking Fluff, you Fluff? <laughs> sure. Yep. <laughs> That's for you. Kayla Nolan, I know, I know you're all over that horse one. I could tell. Hey, me versus you, Kayla. All right, a couple of horse bets. All right. All right, that was the... That was the props game. We had a lot of fun with it. And uh, look, I got a couple of real props. I'm going to give you these on Instagram as well. But just in case you, uh, you know, deleted Insta because of all the ads, (laughs) uh, I'm going to give you them right now. We don't have the OLG props for you OLGers in Ontario, but uh, you should be able to get these pretty much everywhere. We're going to take Tom Brady over 26 and a half completions. I don't really like taking any running backs or receivers too much. Uh, in the New England Patriots Super Bowls because you never know who they're going to use more than everyone else. Really weird. The one thing that stays consistent, the ball is going to be in Tom's hand a lot. Uh, it's a pretty popular pick over a lot of mediums, and I'm just agreeing with it. Don't fight a good thing. Everyone loves Tom over. Take it. 26 and a half completions. He will do it. Take the long pass over. I believe it's going to be about 48 and a half yards, 49 Take it over. Both teams are going to take deep chances uh, because they both like their secondary matches, uh, matchups against their speed. Long pass over and take sacks over. It'll be four or four and a half. Both guys don't get touched throughout the playoffs. Not this game. Both guys are going to get a little bit dirty. Take the f- over four sacks. And uh, yeah, a couple of online picks for you. If you can access this, this is my prop pick of the week. Tom Brady and Jared Goff, both to have their first pass complete of the Super Bowl. Both of them have offensive geniuses for their offensive coordinators. Both of them have two weeks to play in their first series. Uh, Check the stats on this one. Tom's very good at his first pass complete, as well as Jared Goff. He'll be paying about minus 150, minus 160. Take it. It's easy money. Goff, his heartbeat's going to be going about 5,000 times a minute. McVay is going to plan the easiest little bubble screen pass to him that you've ever seen. Love it. Love Goff even more because it'll probably be even paying better. And a long shot prop that we all love, the Super Bowl MVP. Look, it's probably going to be Brady or it's probably going to be Goff because they mostly go to running backs. Love that one. But I like Cordell Patterson. Corderell. Corderell Patterson. He's plus 15,000. Say again? Plus 15000 to win the Super Bowl MVP. So a $100 bet would get you $15,000. Yeah. Damn. Anyway, on a much smaller scale, a $5 bet gets you $750. Okay? Now, how do the, like the Patriots award an MVP if they win that isn't Tom Brady? Well, how about Tom throws a couple picks? Yeah, sure has a good Tom Brady game. But they get two special teams touchdowns. Or one from Cordell, Cordell Patterson, plus a, ma- a big unexpected game in rushing or uh, receiving. For the value it's given you at 15000 there you go. Why not? Because anyone else... And, if it's, and he's kind of their deep threat. Yeah. More, receiver, yeah, more receivers win this uh, than you think. I mean, you know, I was here the radio... Have we seen the radio guys talk about it? They could barely name any. And then all of a sudden they were like, oh, yeah, there's actually been a bunch. Santonio Holmes, Heinz Ward, Dion Branch. Dion motherfucking Branch. Jerry Rice. Um, oh, yeah. Anyway, it's possible. But, it, you know, it's tough. Santonio Holmes won it. Ben Roethlisberger was kind of cheesed that he didn't win it. Terrell Owens definitely would have won it. If definitely. The would have beat the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. Larry Fitz would have won it. Yep. Had the yeah, cards yeah, yeah. Beat, the pa- beat the Steelers. Anyway, have fun. Super Bowl MVP. It's a fun pick. Uh, that's the one. I, I'm, I think it'll be Tom, but it's not worth it to actually pick that. Uh, Court Darrell Patterson, plus 15,000. If he takes the opening kickoff to the house, 
You're having a good Super Bowl. All right? You and the under guy. <laughs> it also would be very Bill Belichick to have Patterson as a huge part of the game. Right, team, because no one's expecting it. They haven't used him all playoffs. And it's like they tested it earlier in the years just to see if they could maybe do this, you know? In case, yeah, in case you weren't uh, ready to, to game plan for four running backs, right. throw a fifth one. Rex Burkhead closed out the game against, the, uh, you know, the Chiefs. Yep. Sexy Rexy. All right. Well, there are some real props for you. Uh... Yeah, we're Michael probably have one after the news that does not matter. But it's time for the news. It does not fucking matter. It doesn't even matter. Thank you for not singing this week, Jeffrey. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just leave it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let Lincoln Park do it. Yeah. All right, all right. News that doesn't matter. Starting it off. Brandon Cooks, former Patriot, current Ram, and current good guy. Uh, I don't know if you saw this, but he gifted Super Bowl tickets and airfare, everything you know, covered to a janitor at the Rams facility, as well as his son. I saw that. Yeah. You know what? I thought two things immediately. One, I love shit like this. Love shit like this. Yeah. Right? But two, on the absolute other side of the coin, how many people that helped him get where he was, old high school coaches, you know, the receivers coach or whatever college he went to, Uncles, eh, somebody, best friends, girlfriend's sister, I don't know. Or There's a lot of people in his life that watch that and uh, did, did not like it on Facebook, you know? Yeah. <laughs> did not like that. Nope. Yeah. 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 Pro Football Focus posted the story. And I'm like, I'm not crying. You're crying. The other thing is, not to mention, this is not some story where like this guy's been doing this with the team for 20 years, you know? Well, maybe he was back in St. Louis, actually. Never mind. I'm thinking the Rams are like two years old. Cooks got there like three weeks ago. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Where's this relationship stem he from? He can't know the guy that well. Right, right. Did uh, you think any of the uh, janitorial custodial staff made the move from St. Louis to L.A.? I bet I, maybe. I bet so. I bet, I bet they brought a lot of the franchise with Chief them. Chief custodial field operations guy. I also have. admire people that can just get re- establish good relationships with any people in li- any people in life, regardless of position and and what you could do for the other. Whether someone could do something for me, I want to treat them great. Nice I have a lot character. of character. I your character, man. There's. People in China, I would die for. They'd do anything for me, and they had nothing. You need a ride to the village, you stupid white flying idiot? Yeah, yeah, sure. Nice plan, not bringing your bike today, but I'll give you a fucking ride. Man, they're the nicest people ever. Anyway, I like that, but I bet there's a lot of people in his life that are fucking rattled. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. No, no, no. It, it, you're, when, when you feel it, you feel it. I felt that one, yeah. There we go. Um, the Pro Bowl, it happened. We kind of talked about it a little <laughs> earlier in the show. Uh, but yeah, for as much as people don't like it, 8 million people tuned in, which is more than like any college basketball game all year yep. and beats out a lot of other just TV shows. And so that's still a, an insane amount, yep. uh, one of which was included Weird Mike. <laughs> I watched the skills highlights on YouTube. Those are great. Yep. Um, the game itself was a joke. The AFC won the title with uh, Jamal Adams and Pat Mahomes taking MVP honors. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, Jason Garrett was the head coach of the NFC team. So, no shit, they only scored seven right. points. He also had his running back and his quarterback, and they still couldn't do anything. In an all- <laughs> Because he doesn't call plays. Right. And in an all-star game where no one's playing defense. Right. Seven points is all you could muster up. This is no joke, by the way. This is a real story. And I saw, okay, you, they showed a highlight on, on, on the score or on Instagram, and it was Jason Garrett reacting to Zeke's fake punt. Okay. Ezekiel Elliott was the part, a participant in a fake punt for the NFC that was very successful. Apparently, Zeke called it himself, and it worked. And the, the reaction of Garrett was like, oh, he did what? Oh, he, he did do that, eh? Oh, like, as in, like, that's the best thing that's happened to us all day, and I had nothing to do with it. Uh, that summed up the Cowboys pretty good there. He's not the only uh, Cowboy Jason who goffed up. Oh, that's right. Jason Witten ending a terrible season in the Monday night booth. Does the Pro Bowl, breaks the trophy, yep. giving it to Mahomes and Jamal Adams. Uh, in the booth during the game, he botched who played for who. Yep. said Ebron played for another team. He said Ebron had been catching balls from uh, Mahomes. Mahomes all year. Yeah. He's one of his favorite guys. But further to that, <laughs> because I, you know, I laid some wood on Jason. the under, I was into this game, so I was watching a lot of it. Yep. And 
his co-announcers, Booger and the play-by-play guy, were like fading him. They were telling, they weren't backing anything he said. They were like, I don't know about that, Jason. Just total, you know, the camaraderie has left that building and that booth. So, you know, maybe Jason did it on purpose because he, you know, he wants out. Who knows, man? Yep. Hit that under, though. <laughs> Live broadcasting. Not easy and not for everyone. It's true. They just don't give any retired cowboy the job. Right. Unless they earn it <laughs> by trying out. Crazy. Um, Dax talking to ESPN. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've got a couple years left. Uh, moving on, Sean Payton uh, gave a press conference the other day and was sort of the first, you know, post-NFC uh, Championship. Uh, so everyone clearly interested in what he had to say. Um, and he gave us a little in- window into his life. And we learned that Sean Payton grieves just like anyone else. They asked, what have you been up to for the last little while? He's like, well, I've been in my, my room watching Netflix for three days eating ice cream. Right. So <laughs> standard grieving process. Um, but what a couple... Uh, Internet sleuths figured out was that he was wearing a button-up and there was a slight bit of an undershirt uh, revealed through the collar and they were able to pick it out. Essentially, it's the exact same blue and there's matching graphic as the Barstool Roger Goodell clown nose t-shirt. Yep. As made famous by uh, then defensive coordinator of the Pats, Matt Patricia, as he left the jet leaving the Super Bowl after they won, after the whole Deflategate scandal. Right. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that really, you know, more than any statement, that really sums up how he feels. Um, and it clearly is the one, and Barstool sort of came forward, and, yep, that's that's the shirt. Yeah, Peyton's been talking to God a lot. We're talking about people thanking God. Peyton's been talking to God a lot. Last two seasons have ended like that. Fucking his his... His, you know, his rookie cornerback tackles a fucking ghost. This year, somebody holding how like somehow the ref misses that. Could be all the karma for Bounty Gate. Yeah, got a ring bogus style. Yep. And now, uh, Lord won't let him get another one. By the way, folks, next Halloween, listen to co- defensive coordinator uh, Greg Williams' yep. audio before one of their football games that year talking to his team about fucking Alex Smith's AC or Brett Favre's ACL or something. Yo, he was a terrifying man and he still is. Anyway, just listen to that audio. It's fucking scary. Yep. Last but not least, Mr. CJ Anderson has, uh, has made a comment. He's sort of clapped back at some of the internet haters that are, uh, talking about how he might have a little more junk in the trunk and he's a little thick. Yeah. He's a big boy. Little, yeah. He's little, an extra value meal. Little heavy. Um, but yeah, it's twenty, you know, twenty nineteen here. He's he's putting these body shamers on blast. Yeah. Basically came out and said, um, yeah, fat, thick, I don't care. Pros have a tough time tackling me. Everybody who has a comment about that, meet me in the hole one day and let's see how that works. Out. Right. <laughs> the guy's already got a Super Bowl. He doesn't need any of these internet trolls, these mouth breathing basement livers telling him, <laughs> you know, what 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 to eat and what not to. He's been killing it. He's a guy's on fire. <laughs> I drafted him in fantasy this year. C.J. Anderson. Not the right move, but uh, <laughs> I mean a late value pick. <laughs> Maybe some fantasy, some playoff fantasy. But um, speaking of playoff fantasy, they got the Super Bowl, uh, the one, the one game thing. Um, anyway, maybe you could you let people get, shoot people a tweet. Slide on the DMs, baby, on Twitter at the Fantasy Vog. We'll talk props. We'll talk whatever you want. Yeah, because on DraftKings, you can take seven people for the whole game, and you make one person your captain that gets, like, double points. Badass shit. It's like a $5 million contest. Fun fun DM mention. I know you've told people to send yeah. picks. Yeah. I haven't got any of those yet. Like, Not that I'm asking for it. I sent uh, one. <laughs> but, no, I have, I have got, like, three or four, like, dads of high school football players saying, like, can you watch my son's, like, highlight reel? Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, man. And they're like, oh, thanks. Really appreciate it. That's wicked. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Let's watch them. It's really funny. <laughs> I, I started watching Wadley. I turned it off, like, 20 seconds in. No! Um, no, it was, yeah. Keep sending them. We'll watch them. Rock em. on. We'll watch them. Love it. Before Shut the Huck Up, do we have any, uh, oh, yeah, final picks, boys. What's the score of the game going to be? Who's going to win? As much as I hate saying it out loud, uh, because I think that that will have an effect on the game, it even doesn't. though it clearly doesn't. Absolutely not. Um, official prediction. Pats win 31-27. Uh, y'all going to hate me, but I ain't jinxing my fire fire on the under. I got 28-24 somebody. That's my final. Locking into it. All right. 
Uh, I said 31-30 last week in my NFL Films rundown of the game that hasn't happened yet. I'm taking the spread, so I'm bumping that up. Two, 34-30, and uh, that's my final score. It's the over. It's a hell of a game. And if you don't suck dick for water, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Super Bowl 53, yo. Look who's talking. Wherever you're watching around the world. Right. 100 plus million viewers, whatever they got. God bless you. All corners of the globe. Enjoy the game, folks. We want everybody, uh, we want to thank everybody for sharing our, our everything all season. We want a big share of the episode. Subscribe on friends' phones and any Super Bowl party you're at. Be like, hey, you guys look who's talkers yet? If they don't know what you're fucking talking about, grab their phone. Play an episode, show a picture of Huck's mustache, and you'll have him. Hell yeah, do that. Yeah. Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Time to spread. We love you guys uh, and girls. Uh, Kayla, well, one of the Clydesdale vet. It's now time for Shut the Huck Up. This episode has gone on long enough. You guys need to shut the Huck Up. Fuck, drink, smoke all day. Count bank rolls all day. Work hard and go play. Party like the Super Bowl. Ay, fuck, drink, smoke all day. Count bank rolls all day. Work hard and go play. Party like the Super Bowl. Ay, fuck, drink, smoke all day. Count bank rolls all day. Work hard and go play. Party like the Super Bowl. Ay, fuck, drink, smoke all day. Count bank rolls all day. Work hard and go play. Party like yeah. Super Bowl. Ayy, that was waiting on it till I drop it. Always on a hundred, never stop it. She know I got hundred, so she drop it. Spit it and I live it now.